0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. New segment on the show.
1: Crazy car chases.
0: Yes, crazy car chases. Uh, There seems to be a lot of them going on. Hmm. first one here, in Atlanta, there was a man who decided to steal a vehicle from a crematory parking lot last week. Here is police captain Kim Lucas talking about the stolen vehicle and the incident. There was a body on a gurney inside the van at the time. The hatch was open. So when the suspect did take off, the gurney did roll out of the Mm. back of the van. Our suspect did strike a couple of vehicles. Ultimately, he hit a trailer of some sort and blew a tire.
1: That's crazy crazy so the stretcher rolled out the back i don't know whatever you got gurney whatever you want to call it but it rolled out the back gurney was in the back it? with a body on it <laughs> wow yeah you'd be so confused in traffic watching that go down like you're, is there where's the camera where's the movie yeah Get that shot. thing
0: rolled past you
1: <laughs> what what the hell
0: The 23-year-old suspect turned himself in after he realized that he was in big trouble and he was wanted by the police. Okay, it's time for the next story here, Crazy Car
2: Chases.
0: This one happens in Tennessee. A man named Tyson Gilbert, 39 years old. He was in his Honda Accord and he saw some police lights go on behind him. He decided instead of pulling over he was going to flee the scene so he started fleeing the scene and police noticed at one point he opened the door to his vehicle and he threw something out onto the road uh, later when they were able to pull him over they realized what had happened he had while driving cut off his own penis and thrown it out of his car
1: Ouchie, wawa, crazy He at least hit a mailbox with it? What? That is some distracted driving. How were you able to keep going? Police had to put the spike strips
0: down and then boxed him in, ending the pursuit. Uh, They realized that he had severed his own junk, and he says he did it because he was instructed to do so by voices coming from the radio. Oh, boy. All right, if you're caller Ted and you sever your own penis, you're going to win concert tickets.
1: <laughs> Who wants to see Kid Rock?
0: Uh, he was not listening to our show because it, it, one thing we pride ourselves on, Jim, is we have never encouraged someone to cut off their own penis. Never on this even joked about it. Yeah. Uh-uh. So uh, we, we we actually the opposite. We advise you do not do that, mm-hmm. okay? Take it to a nearby hospital for treatment and update on his condition has not been provided, but uh, we hope he's getting the help that he needs.
1: Crazy car chases.
0: I wanted to uh, ask what you thought about this, Jim. A buddy of mine who lives in a a student-heavy neighborhood, so in the summertime, it's pretty quiet around his place. Mm -hmm. He said he's really looking forward to the students coming back, and the reason is... He
1: thinks it'll, uh, it'll drive the skunks out, <laughs> for real? out of his neighborhood. I mean, maybe the noise would. I feel like it may attract a few skunks as well.
0: The garbage lying around?
1: Sure. may smell like skunk out there for multiple reasons.
0: Yeah. A little ganja in the backyard. <laughs> People think it's Pepe Le Pew's mating call. <laughs> I wonder. There's, there is a lot of skunks around, though. Driving mm. to work, I think this past year and a half, I've seen more skunks than uh, ever they've retaken the streets yeah they've taken over you you don't have people running around doing stuff Then the skunks are like well this looks like a great little
1: neighborhood Mm -hmm. don't mind if I do they are adorable it is like nature's great prank they're like the cutest cat looking Mm. things (laughs) but once you try to pet them
0: (laughs) Uh, when that thing turns around (laughs)
1: Oh, oh boy
0: you better go running Oh, yeah, being a student, getting in there, hanging out with your friends, living in a house with a bunch of people. What an experience! Skunk walks in, yeah, adds him to the party. partying with a skunk. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. Enjoy it. It doesn't last
1: long truly, truly it it doesn't and yeah. I would say just don't don't smoke too much weed and don't drink too much. There's plenty of time to do that at college. Maybe maybe start a hobby, learn an instrument, write it, a screenplay, do something else.
0: You got to find a balance. Yeah, it's
1: all about moderation.
0: You got to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Because I know people who who are are of the mind, oh, I wish I didn't do so much partying when I was in college. I'd be in a much better place now. I also know people. Who didn't party much in college? You're know, like,
1: damn, I really missed an opportunity there. Certainly, like people who didn't go to college, got right into the trades or something like that. They do feel like they missed out. They didn't really that much. Ah, it is what it is. Right, it depends you can't what type go of lifestyle back. you
0: lived. But uh, like, think about the days where you'd be hanging out with your. Your roommates, Jim, when you were going to, where would you go, Fleming College?
1: No, well, I went to Niagara College. Niagara Orleans, College. Yeah.
0: Think about those days, those long days where you had nothing to do and just a bunch of guys making fun of each other, laughing harder than you've ever laughed.
1: That, that is great. That is great. But I'm just saying, if you have another lifestyle where you have a bunch of friends and you, that didn't go to college as well, you can still get that experience and save money. It is a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah. You're all laughing about how you just went ten grand in debt and bought it. All, bought booze with the majority of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, oh my God, we're gonna be paying this off for twelve years. Your
0: Enjoy OSAP it boys. went directly to the LCBO. Big time. And uh, yeah, are, you're crippled financially for life. So there is that part of it <laughs> <laughs> to consider as well. For all those students, we, we, we just want you to be safe, and we want you to have fun, mm-hmm. and we want you to make sure you study and get your <laughs> assignments done, okay? And if you see a skunk, could you please chase it out of the neighborhood? That's <laughs> your job now, students. On the topic of Batman, though, Jim, I know that you're kind of re-watching some older films, and you watched the 1988 Tim Burton Batman movie with your fiancé,
1: Sarah, last night. I did, Yeah. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I, some of it, of course, is on purpose. I will say Jack Nicholson was very good as the Joker. Yeah. It's a little campy. Uh, but uh, it's good. It works intentionally, for the Joker. yeah. It works for the Joker. The sets look great. And at one point, the Joker pulls out a pistol. And it's like the barrel is like six feet long. Yeah, I, that's I, a great I LOL scene. there. But I could not get over how stupid Batman looked in every scene when he was dressed as Batman. Like... He cannot move his head independently of his shoulders. So, like, every time he does a lot of moving his eyes side to side, (laughs) shifty like. Uh And then, like, anytime he has to look over to the right, his whole upper body, it reminds me of like when your friend hurts his neck playing hockey, and then he has to walk around like an (laughs) idiot for two weeks because he can't move his neck. And then at one point, he had to look up in the Batman suit, and he was on a ladder, and he had to like limbo all the way back. And, like, move his back. It just, we both started laughing so hard. It was hilarious. Like, can they not just make the Batman costume out of leather or, like, a Kevlar-looking kind of thing? Like, why does it have to be plastic yeah. and awkward? Well, they, they made... Still that, to
0: this day. That was one thing. I think in the first Batman uh, movie with Christian Bale, he still couldn't move his head. Yes, it looks so stupid. And then a big, like, a big... They mentioned it in the film, if I recall, in in the Dark Knight. They mentioned that they modified the suit so he can move his head. Now it's like, what took so long, guys? Probably like one of the most practical things you would
1: need if you were fighting crime at night. Yeah, I would say one important thing is peripheral vision. <laughs> you know, like I think maybe Adam West had it right off the bat. The leotards. There's a lot of movement. Yes, off you can the breathe. bat. He yeah, had
0: it right. You didn't have to do a wheel pose to look up. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to change it? Are they? Because Michael Keaton is reprising his role in the new Flash movie that comes out next year. He's going to be playing Batman. It'll be
1: unrecognizable if he can move his neck. Yeah. It has to be the same guy.
0: I wonder if they're going to change the costume or if they're going to keep it the way it was, or maybe now with CGI. They can make the costume look the same, but they can have him move his neck. I hope so. (laughs) It's too distracting. The the latex back in 1988, technology just wasn't there. (laughs) Have you noticed the streets of Hamilton are a little bit quieter? Well, you may be able to attribute that to uh, Hamilton Police and Project Torque. They announced on Tuesday that uh, they gave out over 1,000 tickets with Project Torque, Jim.
1: Hmm, Yeah.
0: This was all about the street racing, cracking down on on uh, that activity which had increased once the traffic flow kind of went down. There's a little more freedom to put the pedal to the metal out there during COVID, and uh, Hamilton police cracking down on that as well as like um, illegal modifications of vehicles. They say that a third, uh, approximately 371 of these tickets given out were muffler
1: infractions. There is a lot of there is a lot of loud cars out there. I will somewhat forgive motorcycles. I have been convinced that loud pipes save lives, but there's a there's a limit. Uh-huh. You know? I've driven a few cars
0: that sound like they have modified mufflers, but they're just crappy cars.
1: (laughs) Is that a modified muffler? No, there's sparks dragging underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Cool mod, man. (laughs) Look at those sparks fly. Sick, light show. Oh, yeah.
0: Torque, by the way, Project Torque. Torque is an acronym for targeting operators, riders, and equipment by uniform enforcement. Oh, they're proud of themselves after that one. But it doesn't really work because T, targeting, O, operators, R, riders, Q, equipment. Equipment doesn't start with Q. It starts with E. Just because there's a Q <laughs> in the word, it doesn't mean you get to use it in your acronym.
1: Yeah. So that's lazy acronym. That's true. That's, yeah, it's kind of not how it are They could have used the word quiet very easily. Or Equipment. Equipment.
0: <laughs> equipment. Boy, that guy's hard on equipment. Really, really got to look after your equipment. <laughs> Uniform U, yeah. Enforcement E. It's, it's the equipment and the Q that I have an issue with, Hamilton Police. Mm-hmm. Good effort. But nice job on the crackdown. Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister looking for re-election. He has come up with a, a great idea. This is a plan where he can connect with the average Canadian.
1: Hey, everyone. Over the next few weeks, I'll be crisscrossing the country, talking with Canadians. While I'm out there, I'm also going to be checking my texts. So make sure you reach out to me to share with me your concerns, your priorities, and how you think we can keep moving forward for everyone. My number is 613-777-2039. So text me, uh, and we'll keep moving forward together.
0: Oh, that poor intern who has to scroll through those text
1: messages. Yeah gonna take more than one intern to sort through that <laughs> mess I can only imagine
0: uh, just the fact that we, we we mentioned Trudeau on the show
1: we get text messages from angry people <laughs> yeah <laughs> imagine how, I wonder how many dumb people are gonna text threats directly to the Prime minister's text line not realizing your phone number is right on there sure you're like I could probably get you in trouble maybe I'm sure some people have done it already maybe that is the plan. Yeah, this is a phishing scam. Because you
0: think they're really going to get any productive no.
1: comments, suggestions? Well, I texted the line to see what happens when you do. Yep. So I said, hello, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Can I download Sophie Trudeau's Martin Luther King song no one asked for on iTunes? <laughs> and then they texted back, "Salut, say Justin Trudeau. Hey, it's Justin Trudeau. Click the link so I can hear from you and stay in touch. So they got the auto reply going with French oh, and English. Yeah. And then you... You click on the link, so he doesn't reply even to the text. You click on the link, and then you have to, like, sign up. You have to put your name and your address. Are they asking for money, too? First name, last name, gender identity, birthday, city, email. I I just, I can't imagine the text messages. Oh, yeah. This is not going to be productive whatsoever. And I wonder
0: if all the negativity that is going to be blasted at Trudeau through this text line, (laughs) 613-777-2039, by the way, if you want to send JT a text. I wonder if if it makes like a single tear roll down his cheek or if he's just sitting there on the airplane laughing about it. Like, how do you, you think would privately to. he w- he reacts to all the the hate that he gets?
1: I don't know. I think he's kind of an egomaniac to a certain extent, like like a lot of politicians are. And I, I, I do think he probably laughs at a lot, but I'm sure the ones that sting are the ones that are kind of true. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that may be. I, I, you know, some people are probably getting under his skin. You'd imagine. You'd have to. I like If I was him, I, I would not be reading all of Like I would be like, sort through them and only give me the positive ones.
0: I was driving around yesterday, Jim, and I saw a big truck. Looks like the kind of truck that would be rolling coal. It was also waving a giant flag, like a big flag on the back of the truck that said, F-U uh, middle
1: finger over the C-K Trudeau. I think I saw the same one, or my girlfriend's sister did. she take a picture the of it? U, yeah, the U, the U was a Canadian leaf. Okay. It, so this was in London. And then a middle finger. No, this was a different one. Oh, this but one had a middle finger on it. a yeah. giant rolling coal truck that's silver, and it says F Trudeau. Ah, uh, this was a black truck. <laughs> so there's a couple different
0: what? pickup trucks cruising around the Taz and Jim listening area with F Trudeau. Flags, And if they're going to go to the trouble of buying a flag...
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is a (laughs) pre-made flag.
0: And you're now presenting them the opportunity to send you a text message directly? Oh, boy. Have fun checking your messages, Justin. (laughs) And it appears... That the impossible mission for Tom Cruise is being able to release a movie in movie theaters... Here we go. A couple movies have been pushed back again, Jim, Mm. including Top Gun Maverick. This is one that we're both actually pretty pumped to see,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Trailers are uh, promising, but uh, Tom Cruise wants that big box office, I guess. Yeah, it
0: looks like an expensive movie. If you watch the trailer, it looks like it cost a lot of money to make. So uh, I'm assuming they're, they're waiting until more people are going back to the movie theaters to put it out. It was supposed to come out on May 27th next year, but it's been pushed back to September 30th.
1: Okay, so not too far back. Oh, hold
0: on. No, that's Mission Impossible 7. Okay. Top Gun Maverick was supposed to be coming out on November 19th, which it was supposed to be coming out last summer. Didn't uh-huh. come out. November 19th, it got pushed to, and now it's May 27th, and then they're taking Mission Impossible 7 off of May 27th
1: and putting it out September 30th of next year. Okay, okay. I would say right now is not a good time to release a Top Gun movie. Just after what happened in Afghanistan, I think the military isn't in a great public light right now, so I would wait as long as possible. To you think that had that something movie. to do with it? Maybe, maybe not.
0: Uh, you think the military had anything to do with them pushing back Jackass forever? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's what
0: I—that's what I wanted to see for real. Yeah, those Jackass movies, like truly seeing it in a theater, completely different experience. I, I was talking to a buddy about what is the funniest movie you've ever seen in a theater. Um, Team America: World Police mm-hmm. would be on the list. Uh, you got your uh, Borat and Bruno. With an audience, was absolutely hilarious. Listening to people's reactions to that stuff, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And same with Jackass. It's about the reactions of other people that that you don't know who are sitting around you, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a concert of shame. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jackass Forever was supposed to come out in less than two months, October 22nd. It will now be coming out February 4th of next year. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Here you go. Take that special someone (laughs) to see. uh, I I don't know exactly what they're doing in the movie, but uh, I'm uh, assuming it involves feces and pubes.
2: (laughs) I want to see
1: you.
0: Sports time, we are joined by our sports guy from Global News Radio, it's Devin Peacock. Dev, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I am good. Jim, how you doing? Great. We're all doing pretty good. Let's talk about Connor McDavid. How's he doing?
2: He's uh, dreaming of the Olympics. He was saying uh, yesterday that it would be a dream come true to play for Canada at the Olympics. it would be a dream for me to have his dream come true because I miss Canada and the NHL in general playing at the Olympics. The last time Canada and the NHL was at the Olympics was in 2014. It's been a while, and I hope they are back for 2022. The NHL has left an opening in their schedule for Mm. the uh, players to go to the Olympics uh, next February. But they still haven't worked out deals with the uh, IIHF uh, to go there and uh, make sure everything's on the up-and-up for players to be uh, competing internationally. So I'm getting a little concerned that this is going to happen because, and it's kind of crazy, the NHL season starts in about six weeks. October 12th is when the season starts, so it's not that far away. And once the season begins, I think it's harder to... Day, you're going to go or not go because once you're in the games and the season has begun, that's got to be the focus.
0: Yeah, This is a very fluid year, a uh, couple years we've had, though, with decision making. So I would assume COVID uh, and the state of the world and the safety of the players is really weighing into this decision. So you can't see them waiting a while. To, uh, to give the green light for players to go to the Olympics?
2: If you're not going to go with the NHL players, then you've got to put together another team. You have to decide who is going to re- represent all these different countries in China, assuming people go i mean they're being called to boycott the games because they're being held in china and china's human rights record but that's a whole other topic for another day i am always being
0: sunshine in the forecast look at that nice day out there uh, short
1: shorts might be an option <laughs> tank top maybe yeah in the peak afternoon by the time 6 p.m rolls around maybe throw a cardigan on have the sweater on standby. wouldn't
0: mm-hmm. be a bad idea. It was chilly. If you're just getting up now, when Jim and I were driving to work this morning, together in the Taz and Jimmobile. Top down, <laughs> as we do. Tarps off, top down. <laughs> yeah, our nipples were a little bit hard a on the drive-in. Bit. Yeah, They're reading about 13 degrees out there, I'd say. <laughs> but at least I had a place to hang my keys when I took them <laughs> out of the ignition. Yeah, it's it's a little chilly at night, but some people really excited about that. I'll tell you I was outdoors last
1: night after it got dark. Didn't have many mosquitoes bugging me. That's true. That's true. I saw a meme the other day that made me laugh too that was it's like now you can start leaving a bottle of water in your car overnight and being able to drink it the next day. So because you know or during the day, you know, it's like it's like super hot and you're like, well <laughs> this certainly has plastic particles in it now. Yeah, have you ever been so thirsty though that you
0: just go for it
1: anyways? Oh, yeah. And, and it's been sitting there all day, and there's only like a third of the bottle left. <laughs> it's, it's so warm, it's almost thick. It's not boiling, but it's l- as close to boiling as you can get Yeah. W- without uh, achieving. Yeah, you open the cap and some sort of steam comes out. Just subtle, but a bit of steam comes out. Yeah, with the bugs, it's
0: nice to be able to put like a glass of wine down on a patio table mm. and not have 12 bugs
1: Stuck in your teeth after True. you take the next sip. True. I'm always scared of cans. Can't canned alcohol. What if there's a bee in there? You never know. You can't see. Mm-hmm. Murder hornets. It's happened to me. I've I had a golf course. A bee was in a beer can and I, it stung my lip. If You're it was a lucky. murder hornet, I wouldn't be here to tell the tale and warn people. You're
0: lucky that it didn't go down further. Well, who knows? What yeah, the it, hell would happen? Who yeah, knows? That bad. thing could have made it down into your organs.
1: <laughs> Built a little colony. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Making honey in your kidneys next thing oh, you know.
1: great. <laughs> I was just worried about having a Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted a cold beer on a hot
0: day. Now look <laughs> at me. pooping honey. Porch pirates. Nobody likes them. And in the Taz and Jim listening area, we've heard a number of complaints that porch piracy is on the rise. Mm. This is an interesting online article. We now know the worst day to get a package delivered most when you're most susceptible to the porch
1: pirating hmm.
0: what would you guess jim
1: i'm going to guess i'm going to guess wednesday middle of the week yeah just because you know uh, you know a lot of people i don't know partying too hard they're hung over for two days wednesday they're like up and at them. they got to get more booze and drugs for the weekend <laughs> right so I think Wednesday you're you're starting to look forward. And like, yeah, I, need to, I need something to bring to the pawn shop ASAP. Maybe um the
0: logic is you spent all your money on the weekend and you need to steal some packages Monday and Tuesday. Mm. Because Monday is number one. Most packages stolen on Monday. Tuesday is a close second. Now number three, Wednesday and Sunday. Day it's least likely to happen is Saturday. Well, because you're home. Cause you're home and everyone's been partying Friday and they got <laughs> plans on Saturday night, here. right? Fifty six percent of people who have had a package stolen said it happened in the afternoon. Evening thirty-four percent, morning thirty-three percent, at nighttime eleven percent. That adds up to over a hundred percent, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, people in larger cities, more at risk. Apartments are getting hit really hard, apparently. If you live in an apartment building, because you think about all the opportunity that would be there for even people who, who are your neighbors to steal your package.
1: So in an apartment, they just set it outside your apartment door that, I, I don't know, I've never ordered an, a, a package to an apartment. So they just sit, they go in. Or do they leave, leave it, it in it the lobby? In the lobby thing, like in the, the interim, like where the mailboxes are. Yeah, I don't know. I hope not, because that's the most stealable spot in the planet. It's like a buffet of Amazon packages, you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> a smorgasbord <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> I of cardboard. I <laughs> apartments have like a, I don't know what you call it, a concierge or something like that. Right, it's a doorman concierge. Yeah.
0: Uh, apartments get hit more than houses. The average porch pirate victim has had three packages stolen. At what point do you just stop ordering stuff? (laughs) Total of $165 worth of stuff. And during the pandemic, there has been a definite rise in people stealing from porches. What's today, Thursday? Thursday, pretty safe day. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to package delivered today, chances are you're going to be okay. If if you're not getting something delivered today, maybe hold off until Saturday. Make sure it (laughs) arrives on Saturday.